Welcome to the Winging It Podcast. Jack, how are you doing this evening? I'm good, man. Well rested, fresh off of vacation. Yeah, yeah you had a vacation. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm doing good. I, I'm, I'm good. I mean, I like a lot of other people, but I'm, I'm, I'm good. Okay, so before we get into what the, the title of this uh, episode is about, we're going to give our quick little thoughts on Gamescom. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I did not watch the opening night stuff with Jeff Keighley. Um, by the time I had got off work, it had already been going on for probably about an hour and a half, and then I completely forgot about it. But I did uh, catch some trailers. And what I wanted to do was just give you guys my favorites, my two favorites that that caught my eye and what I'm actually looking forward to from that actual Gamescom. So the first one was Sonic Frontiers. Mm. That game looks, it looks like it's going to be fun. Um, they did show one thing that actually, I thought was actually cool, but it depends on how it's going to work out. Mm-hmm. And that is the when they switch to the 2D part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm a little worried, but then again, I was worried in Mario Odyssey when they did the whole eight-bit parts but they actually wound up working so see my thing is i'm always concerned about sonic games like, i'm always mm-hmm. concerned like I, I it can literally look like the game i want it to be and i'm still concerned like i just i, I just don't trust sega man i really it, don't it's so a legit I'm, concern yeah it's yeah. a legit concern it really is it really is um but i, I will say the, the open world aspects that they showed Hey, it looks it looks like it's gonna be fun. Yeah, it does. Especially with giving um Sonic uh, his move set, which will probably be in the next Smash Brothers. Yeah. Um so <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm like I, I'm actually looking forward to it. And the other one was the AEW game Fight Forever. And they had mm-hmm. I'm glad they had Evil Uno and Cole Cabana there. It was uh alpha footage that they showed. And it was a match between uh, Kenny Omega and Adam Cole. And I'm like, this looks like it's fun. It's giving me in 64 WrestleMania 2000 No Mercy vibes. And that's yep. what I want. I don't need ultra realistic. I need fun. Yep. I, need, I just need fun. So those are the two. And it's a long one because um, they did like 30 minutes with it. And then they did another 10 minutes of actual gameplay. And that's where they showed Cole Cabana and Evil Uno playing the game. So i'm looking forward to it to be honest um that's one of the games i am looking forward to because it's mm. been a while since i've played a, since i had a wrestling game so yeah i mean even with me getting what was it 2k 23 mm-hmm. um it was cool i mean don't get me wrong it is 
this is the thing kind of similar to what i was seeing with some of these other games we're kind of getting games back into games opposed to trying to make everything real life um and that's what i'm enjoying about seeing this it is a video game it's not meant to be real life and i love the aspect of that and like you said getting back into something that's an actual wrestling game and reminiscent of the games we used to play back on the n64 and even the ps2 to some extent yeah yeah now the one thing now if you've ever watched aew they have a lot of weird and crazy matches I don't know how they would do it, but I, I really hope they have a stadium stampede match in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, really, I really hope there's a way to do yeah, a stadium stampede. You've match. been champion for that for dude, a minute, man. Dude, that's probably my the. I think the best match they ever put on was stadium stampede at All Out 2020. Mm-hmm. Yes, stadium stampede All Out 2020 Elite versus Inner Circle. That was hilarious and fun. So. Okay. I would hope that they do. That's the one match I do want that they have. I know they said they have like the lights out match. They have a. Uh, it's another match. Another match type that they have. Um, but that's the one. If they can actually, if they find, if there's a, a way they could do it, I'm hoping there's a way they could do stadium stampede match. But that's just me. Um, Jack, anything that you saw that you liked? Um, honestly, the odd enough, the mini games. Um, is just adding another dynamic of the arcade not take us too serious aspect of the game. Because, uh, I mean, a lot of times when you start talking about getting into, I guess, trying to replicate actual people, you like, okay, yeah, I have my favorite character, I have my favorite fighter, favorite basketball player, whatever you're playing. And once you do that, you kind of get burnt out, um, unless you're doing like a multiplayer thing. And, you know, that's how they start introducing creative player. But when you start talking about these games that don't, well, this provides creative player for sure. But uh, when you get out of that aspect of it, you look for more in the game. And the fact that they're offering mini games and as silly as they are, <laughs> it's still something that, you know, is fun, something that you can enjoy with the game. So that's what I liked about it. You know, I'm always looking for the bigger uh, full matches for us to see everything and how it handles and how it looks and see how it controls. Ultimately, I just love the fact that it's not just, hey, even though this is our first iteration, here's exhibition and we'll give you more the next time we come around. There, It seems like they're throwing everything at this game um, and not just trying to say, well, let's test the water. They're really going out. And I like it. I, I will say this. Ever since they did that with arms, where they put like volleyball and basketball out yeah. of nowhere, I'm like, yeah, if it's not, a, if it's not supposed to be a simulation, throw craziness in there. Yep. Throw crazy weird and let's have fun. Yep. And that's what I like. And, and you know, like I said, getting back to being a video game, like even though this is real, these are real people, it's still taking that. And that's what I liked about um, what was it? The uh, WWF game that they had where it was like super arcadey. Um, uh, All Stars? Uh, All Stars. Yeah, yeah. So the like that game, yes, everybody's like bulky, but it's like doing moves all the way in the air. And that's what I like. <laughs> It is like I know there are people that love simulation. Don't get me wrong, but we used to have alternatives and variety, and that's kind of going away because everybody wants a full story. We want like real realism, you know. Even for my kids, they don't really understand the aspect of arcade because let's say Steph Curry goes and shoots ten threes in a row and make it. My son is now has to master releasing at the right point, otherwise he thinks the game is broken because he's not making it the same way he's doing it on TV. 
So is <laughs> is it's a whole thing, man. Well, let, let me ask you this while we're on that subject, right quick. Um, do you think that then there needs to be like there's a resurgence of the um side scrolling beat em up? Do you think there needs to be like a resurgence of those arcade games like Blitz, like NBA Street, like uh, even NBA Jam to an yeah. extent? I, I um, feel like. I, I know playgrounds tried to do it, but playgrounds tried to be simulation and not yeah. arcade. They yeah. they made it arcadey looking, but wanted it to be a simulation because that's what it. That game just made me mad. Yeah, and the one thing I didn't I didn't like about that game, I understood why they did it because you want the game to last, but you having to complete certain achievements to be able to level up characters, and then unlock them or purchase them in some type of way. It, it was too much. So where you literally will get into a match and there's only you only have like four people to play with and then you got to level them up and then like it's, it's a whole thing. But yeah, I feel like there needs to be a resurgence of it because it's kind of what we where we're at now to where you're looking at these different systems and one is being called eighth gen because it doesn't look like the other ones. And it's because we're caught up in realism. And the idea of a video game is kind of dead right now. It, and that's where people are getting bored. They're getting washed out with video games because, oh, it's, this bottle didn't break it was the way it was supposed to. This grass don't move the way it's supposed to. This <laughs> water puddle is, doesn't reflect the... Right. Remember that? Remember like, that who gives a damn? Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that's the one thing that bothers the hell out of me. It's like, it's supposed to be a video game. It's not supposed to be real life. It's not. So that's why I feel like it needs to come back. But then also, too, because I'm such a big fan of arcade sticks, I think you we need to find a way to bring those back and have, like, a plethora of games to bring it back. And I feel like that's where Capcom and Sega killed it. Uh, but yeah. the moment that we went away from that, that's where they kind of dwindled a little bit. Yeah, because they're still well. You got Hori and PDP. They still make fight um, yeah. arcade sticks, but there's nothing to play really other than fight games. It, yeah. yeah, outside of that. Um, well, okay. yeah. You all right? <laughs> no, I, I had. Look, I'm at work, man. I had to stop to help somebody. Oh, right. oh okay. <laughs> but uh, so, um, Gamescom. Anything that you like that caught your eye? Outside of Sonic Frontiers and AEW, not much. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, because a lot of stuff we already knew about. Yeah, again, yeah, and those were the two years. most interesting things. Yep. To be honest. Yeah. So, I, I'm kind of glad that I, because last year I took off and I was I was mad. Yeah, that's what I said. I, 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 it, I, it wasn't worth it. It was not worth it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we got. I think last year was just one game that was actually that we hadn't seen. I'm like, four hours. Yep. For one game that we didn't know. The rest of them we knew about. Yep. Like, you know, at E3, that, like, the month and a half before. I'm like, man, y'all better. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay, uh, we, we have a question that um, we need to answer from our favorite uh, hashtag fan bully. Um, oh, big. <laughs> Killer clown. Um, okay. Uh, so she wants to know: uh, Are we playing the forest? Okay. So okay. I don't Man. know. So she's talking about the forest <laughs> sequel, but I remember I asked you about the whole Among Us thing on VR, and you still haven't even answered me about that. So I don't. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Because when I found out she even had a quest, I'm like, Why are we not friends on questing? Like. I heard shit from Vicky. I'm like, okay. 
I see how it is. You can bully me <laughs> and try to force me into stuff, but you don't want to. When did I ask that? Look back when you asked that question out loud. You was like, "I'm looking for people to play with when this come out," and I responded, "Hey, I'm here." No. I exist. <laughs> so I don't know nothing about no four sequel. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> hey, we knew this was gonna happen. All right. <laughs> Hashtag fan bully in the house. <laughs> All right, so, uh, so if y'all saw the title, um, Sony knows how to piss people off. So uh, they're raising the price of the PS5 in Yay. pretty much every region except everywhere but the US. Yeah. <laughs> So, um, there are people defending it. There are people like y'all don't lost y'all ever loving mine. Um, I'm on the side of grab popcorn and watch the <laughs> watch yeah. it fly. You're um, on the outside group. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like this. Well, here's the thing. Here's, here's the thing. Um, corporations going to corporate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They going to corporate. I mean, they, if they feel like they need to um, update price to meet their, you know, needs. They're gonna do that. Yeah. I mean, it's the same reason why people get mad at Nintendo for not um, putting Breath of the Wild and Mario Odyssey on sale. They don't feel like they have to. They really don't. <laughs> but here's my thing with Sony, though, and this is something I was thinking about when everybody was talking about this. Sony so far has been. The only business I know that looks like they should be the most lucrative business, but in essence, it's like they're not. Like, (laughs) yes, we sold 100 million consoles. Yes, we're the lead platform. Hey, we need to raise these prices. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) When you're selling, when you're selling so much at a loss, Mm -hmm. like every console selling at a loss, you're not getting, you're not getting profit back. So even if you do sell 70 million, you might have just. Skip by and broke even, Mike. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, because that's what happened with PS3. Yeah, they sold eighty million, but they ain't making much off. They ain't nothing out. Yeah, they ain't anything off of it. But that's why Iwata, God rest his soul, he told people that back in 05 and 06 and people used that. I'm fairly certain the first twenty million Wii's made more money. For Nintendo than those eighty. Well, remember uh, all the way you had to do was sell one console and one game to make a profit. Yeah, I know. I know. But I'm talking about the. I'm talking about the Wii. Wii, just yeah. the Wii. Oh yeah, the Wii. Yeah, yeah. The Wii was the Wii. The DS was bringing in so much money, and they didn't have to spend that much to make it. So they were getting yeah. profit off 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 top just for selling. Yeah, they were making profit on the console and the games. So and I think like Switch was kind of kind of sort of the same way. Mm-hmm. So, Switch started off. Switch started off selling. I think dead even, but after a year, I think it was already raking well, in a lot of profit. Well, before then, because remember, nobody expected uh, Breath of the Wild to sell like it did. Right. Oh yeah, that's right. Nobody that's did. So, I mean, here's the thing. I, I'm not defending Sony because I'm not looking at their numbers, so I, I can't tell you if they right. are justified or not. Right. The the problem is it looks super sketchy when you up the price everywhere but one region. But it also looks very sketchy too when just before this you were bragging about yeah your profits. Like you yeah. can't brag about profits. It's like, oh, we need more money. Like 
Because mm-hmm. now, because sometimes, and you learn this in business, sometimes they embellish for the shareholders and the stockholders to make yeah. the stock price go up. Mm-hmm. But when you start looking at it, you're like, oh snap, uh, this chip shortage really still is hurting mm-hmm. us. And yep. uh, yeah, we can't put this many out. We can't put this many consoles out. We still got to put out the PS4 Pros. So if we being honest, Sony was not ready to put the PS5 out at all. No, they only did it. They only did it because they knew Microsoft was going to be putting out a console. Yep. Yeah. Well, the the other thing too is the chip shortage hurt both of them. Right. It hurt both of them. So it's not like it's not a it's it's a series of unfortunate events. It's the pandemic. It's the chip shortage, and them not being ready to come out anyway. Yeah. They just weren't, and and I kept telling people when Sony kept saying, "Oh, these are gonna be PS5 exclusives." I'm like, "No, they're not. No, they're not, because you got like 120 million uh, install base right now. You ain't no way in the world you gonna tell me from a business standpoint that during a pandemic you ain't gonna make sure them games are playable on the PS4. There's no way. No, all of them were built for the PS4 first. Anyway, yeah. yeah. And then people got mad because they were going to PC. I'm like, why are y'all mad? It's not like you're not gonna be able to play the game. Like, what are you mad about? Because they lose talking points. Yep, they yeah. miss talking. Yep, exactly. But wow. as, like I've always said, like the fact that Sony had to go to PC to make any money off of those games is a bad showing for them. At yeah, all they said. Mm-hmm. yeah, it really is. But the writing was on the wall when they had to do it with Street Fighter Five. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, I can get a I can get a brand new PS4 exclusive for twenty bucks three months after it's launched. That's a bad sign. Yeah, that's not good. That really ain't good. Yeah, because I mean, if you look at PS5 games, they're not dropping as fast, um, at least not the exclusives. But when you when we think about what's coming up next with God of War, if I look at PS5 and I look at PS4, granted, graphically they may be different. But if I'm looking at that PS4 version, I'm saying, well, you know what? That dropped down about thirty or twenty. I might go that route. Like it, it makes no sense for me to go to PS5 route. It, it really doesn't. Because yeah, people are gonna start. Because you gotta remember, like people are gonna be looking at that and be like, okay, look, I got kids, I got stuff. Yeah. I ain't gonna be. I can wait two or three months, or wait till you know Christmas or something, and grab a game that's gonna be twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. And and you to- also got to consider that PS5 versions of some of their games have had bad performance issues, oh, and getting yeah. the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. Has been better for it anyway. <laughs> hey man, look, y- y'all are not gonna deny the 16K at 285 frames a second. Look, they, look, they they can tout that all they want to with the 8K on the box, which I don't know why they did that, but is is it's one of those things to where the way I've seen it, other countries will make a fuss about it. We uh, in the U.S. will make a fuss about it and still pay for it, but when it comes down to this, it was already bad enough you couldn't give supply to demand. Now you're going to raise the price on that, too. So when it does come out, you kind of helping the scalpers even more at that point. I, I just I don't know, man. It's, mm. yeah, guess what? The scalpers can lower their price. The scalpers can lower their price a little bit and still make a profit. And still make a profit. Like that. That's nuts. But this is has this has been the weirdest generation. I've never seen anything like this. Like I said, I'm just going to grab my popcorn. That's all you can do man, at this point, <laughs> unless you're a part of the wars, and then that's when you get the bickering and fighting. But ain't, like, ain't no point. It really ain't no point in that. What, what I find what I find funny though is that I made that video about whether or not Microsoft and Sony could have made their consoles cheaper for them to produce. Mm-hmm. 
and it just circles right back around to that idea. If y'all made your stuff cheaper to produce, this wouldn't even have been a problem. No, it wouldn't. Like, you know, maybe not run to using an SSD, maybe not run to the highest end of GDDR that you can get. How about, you know, hey, maybe having that EDRAM or SRAM and just making that larger and then going ahead and using a hard drive and still getting very similar to the same effect, maybe slightly off, but then mm -hmm. you'd be making a console that's far cheaper to produce. And hey, let's not have a disk drive. Let's have our games on carts. Yeah. Or just make the damn thing more more efficient, and you won't have these problems. But we're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I mean, honestly, that begs the question too. Like, what was the idea for Sony behind the, the PS4 Pro? Like, what was the point? Like, I get it. You know, they. I, I feel like they wanted to, I guess, keep the energy up, but that. The PS4 Pro, I feel like, killed the transfer to PS5 because it wasn't so. I mean, it still went night and day difference between the four, the basic four in the five, but still, it's. I don't know. I didn't understand the Pro, and then you you wouldn't run with it because I feel like if you're gonna put out the Pro and for Xbox to put out the Xbox One X, I think you could have drugged that out a little bit longer. Well, I think Microsoft needed to do that because remember the day one Xbox One was, for lack of a better term, garbage. Oh yeah, yeah, so yeah. Still is the, the S. The S actually <laughs> fixed the S actually fixed what was wrong with the one. Because y'all remember when I used to tell y'all like my upload never worked. My mm -hmm. um, I forgot what the I was always dropping. Um, when I would do uh, uh, chat, it was always dropping. Like yeah. I never had a consistent one. Um, but with the one X, it's way more consistent. Okay. Um, the the features actually worked. It wasn't an issue with uh, with the features not working. So I can understand why they did. PS4 didn't have that problem. No, they they didn't. They so did. I, I understand that. So like, so I'm the, wondering if they did because Microsoft did it. Because you know, this the whole thing with Sony and Microsoft is to keep up with the Joneses type. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, yeah. I don't. We, yeah. Like it, it's it's hilarious and stupid to me because that's Sony ain't got Microsoft money. No, they not even close. Don't they? They just don't. I mean. They used to be one of the best electronics conglomerates on the planet until they tried to keep up with Microsoft. Which is weird. Like you had the market already. Like you like, are not, you are Microsoft does not view you as competition. Microsoft views Apple and Google as competition. Yeah. Not you. Like that's that's like me being the richest guy on, on the planet and then looking to see why other people are making money. Like I'm already doing something right. So why would I be looking at anybody else? And Sony, like I said, to me, honestly, if somebody did a video and Andre may have done it, you just never know what Andre, but if you take go like PS1 to the five and then look at exclusives, they dwindle. A lot of those franchises go away. And it's like so and most of it was due to the fact that um those were not real first parties anyway. They were just exclusive. But then it really starts you start begging the question of was Sony really like that i mean the games are great don't get me wrong the games they have are great it's just were they really that top tier company and in, in lieu of oh kingdom hearts is here tekken is here uh you know kingdom hearts is here like the answer that to that question is a resounding no yeah so because to me now you're looking at the fluff of it because yes when we say 100 million plus consoles every time except for the three and you see all these exclusives that people 
give to Sony. In reality, they weren't exclusive. They well, they were exclusive for that console, but they w- wasn't for Sony. Is Sony really that company? And they're not making. They don't have the attach rate, so you're not making exactly money. And you gotta remember that's why it's one of the main reasons why Square Enix is in is in as much trouble as they are in because they kept putting out all these uh, high end games and they weren't bringing in high end profits. No. And you gotta remember also every time they make one, here's a movie, here's an OVA, here's a all this stuff is costing money. They going to fig arts and making. Uh, Fenrir and statues and all that. I'm like, but y'all ain't made the money. My point exactly. <laughs> so, so that kind of goes into the question. Hey, is RJH was asking like, how long do you think Sony will continue to do this? To me, I honestly think Sony's going to eventually burn the hell out. Um, well, they already got they, Sony in Japan, so Sony right? Japan, the studio Sony Japan. So that's... they're they're, they're going to burn out, and to me, that's where it's going to get ugly for gaming. Because at this point, now it seems like both Microsoft and Sony are talking about doing away with exclusives altogether. Like they yeah. want everything to be everywhere, except for on Nintendo, of course. But they want everything to be everywhere. And as much as people claim that's what they want, so they don't. They, they don't want it not for real. No, no, um. So, so <laughs> the problem is, if you if you would have told me back in 2001, 2002, that this would be the route Sony take, I'd be like, you lying. Yeah. Why would they do that? They're winning. They're Ex- winning. Exactly. On I'm paper, like, they're winning. <laughs> yeah. no, I mean, like, but remember, with PS2, they were straight up because, let's be real, as much as I like Yamamuchi, he was not the the nicest person to be around, and he pissed a lot of no. people yeah, off. Yeah, he pissed off people. Like, he yeah. pushed people to Sony. Yeah, and yeah. Sony pretty much had they neck on everybody's throat yeah. like bruh like they're put on everybody's throat i'm like bruh there's no way they had the rpg market they yeah. had it mm-hmm. the square was theirs square yeah. wasn't going nowhere else nah not even close mm-hmm. no namco <laughs> like yeah but yeah namco would, would throw a couple games everywhere every now and then but the majority of their stuff came out on playstation first yeah so and that also begs the question too like sony did this the right way out the gate like they did it the right way like when you talk about what developers wanted uh when you talk about price points what they were getting or what they had to pay to actually have their games on the console they have kits and all that other stuff that most of these documentaries go over they were doing it the right way you know everybody wanted to go disc base um memory cards being a thing like that they were doing it the right way but at some point well, it was when Microsoft got in. Yeah, Microsoft. Because when it was Nintendo, Sega, and Sony. And Sony, yeah. Gamers ate. Gamers ate. Oh, yeah, well. for sure. We yeah, ate yeah. well. Because guess what? They were all... It wasn't a war. It was a competition. It was rivalry. Yeah. They were trying to one-up each other on games. Mm-hmm. And that's what it was. As soon as Microsoft come in and started passing out blank checks, Sony said, hey, we can do that, too. Mark's like, <laughs> okay, yeah, right. And they tried. Yeah. Mine is, mine is bigger is than yours no, at this point. because I'm. There is no excuse why we haven't got another Sly Cooper, another Jack and Daxter. Exactly. Even if even if um, Naughty Dog wanted to be more mature or whatever, pass that off to another studio. That's all you got to do. Yeah, good enough. That's all you got to do. But you let... Activision get spiral. You let Activision get crash. You let Activision get who else they got? 
it was Spyro Crash and somebody else. Wasn't that it? As far as mascot. It was Spyro and Crash that um, Activision took. But it was somebody, it was one of them that they had that they took. I can't remember. Anyway. talking about Jack and Daxter? Because... I'm pretty sure they still got them. No, they yeah, still got Jack and Dax. It was yeah. somebody else though, because Activision got some of them. Then, um, who else got another one? Because they about, had about, uh, Tomb Raider. Because didn't they get them first and then it went? Well, to no, Tomb that was that was always idols though. That was always idols. Okay, okay. Yeah, that was um, <clears throat> I can't remember. I'm gonna have to look it up later. But yeah, y'all, you you get what I'm saying though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I understand, like, because Naughty Dog made that statement, I want to say back in, like, 2007 or 8, like, oh, no, we, we want to be more mature. That's when they started doing Uncharted and all of that. I'm like, that's cool. That's uh, cool. Sony. Yeah. And that's when they stopped studios. selling as much. Yeah. <laughs> like, Sony, you got other studios. You ain't got one studio. You got other studios. Pass that off. I'm like, and look, Mario is about as well known as Mickey. Yes. It's not by accident. Not even that close. Is, that is not my accident. <laughs> so, I mean, and Sonic, as much as we have a love-hate relationship with Sonic. He up there, too. Sonic is still recognizable. No oh, yeah. What. Now yeah. with the movies, too, he's even more recognizable. Like, yeah. he's coming into the modern age. I mean, Sonic actually stole from Akira Toriyama, which dang on hey, Super hey, Saiyan. Do, it, do what you got to do. <laughs> I'm waiting, right. go, I'm waiting for him to go Super Saiyan Blue. Uh, <laughs> hey, Son- Sonic said I had Look. to do something because Dragon Quest ain't on that listen, level. Listen, listen. <laughs> he already did it. Technically, he already did that in the comics. We ain't going to say too much, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We can't, yeah. Well, before there was a Super Saiyan Blue. <laughs> well, as long as he don't go Beast Gohan, that'll be fine. But anyway, um... <laughs> hey, but yeah, hey um, that's what Hyper is. Yeah, yeah mm. basically, yeah. yeah. Basically, because he is silver when he goes hyper. Yep. But yeah, I... It's one of those situations. I don't know. I, I know how Sony can fix it, but they're not gonna do it. No, they're not even gonna do it. They're, they're we we know that. Because they're trying to keep up. They're trying to play keep up. If they would stop playing keep up and focus on themselves, and go oh, back. Maybe the thing that Nintendo did. Yeah, and go back and say, you know what? Um, it was wrong for us to, to close um, Studio Japan. We're opening it back up. Not only are we opening it back up, we're gonna let these guys put out their own put get to work on doing what they want to do. Now, as far as the Japanese culture, do you think they would take that? Because I feel, I feel yeah. like they would still be on like some "nah, fuck you," like nah, you, Japan, you shouldn't have done. Japan it. is Japan is loyal to to they do. Okay. If Sega came back, Japan would right. But that took a minute though. Like yeah, they, yeah, they, but that's I, Sega though, and they've been out been out of the console market for a minute. For a minute. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I'm, just, I'm just saying though, yeah. I can see I, if if they come back with good faith, yeah, they will do that. Yeah, I feel like over time they will. And I mean, because yeah, Sega was still around from an arcade standpoint. But when we talk about console and what you were supposed to represent, and now that with this price increase, Japan is getting the biggest increase. Yeah. And yeah, they, they literally get shafted at this point. Yeah. So I mean, to a me, lot of them, like, screw you. I'm not I'm not doing this no more. Well, a lot of them didn't already switched over to Switch anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because so, I mean, it's, it's talking about space wise, because that. Yeah. I can't imagine having a PS5 in those small ass Japanese apartments. Ain't no way in the world I got that big big furnace yeah. sitting in my house. That's not happening. Yeah. So, and I I was never understand why they went with that design, but whatever. Um, <laughs> all right, let's uh, let, let's move on from um the depressing rise, uh, depressing <laughs> Sony into the depressing um the more depressing and somewhat hilarious EA. Uh, Yay. So, EA. 
if y'all don't know by now, EA's been trying to get bought. They've been begging somebody to buy them. Um, and it came out earlier this week that it was rumored that Amazon was trying to buy them. But that's not the case anymore due mm. to um, Amazon having some legal issues of their own. So I wanted to get you guys started. Now, if EA really is on the chopping block, who can buy them? Because <laughs> I'm thinking Google, probably 10 cents. Um, at this who point, would or who can? Who can't? Because it ain't, it ain't gonna okay. be Apple and it ain't gonna be Amazon. Because right now they no. they got some legal troubles right now. Yeah. And Microsoft, I don't think uh, the CEO is gonna let them buy somebody else. No, because they didn't bought too much stuff already. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, when they bought Zenimax, they weren't trying to get Bethesda. They bought Zenimax. Nah, they bought Zenimax yeah. for um, other stuff. That it wasn't for Bethesda. Bethesda was just part of it. Bethesda uh, just. Bethesda just fell into the bag. Yeah, right. Because people think, oh, yeah, they bought them to get Bethesda. No, they didn't. No, they, they no, were there they by default. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the only thing they bought that they that they went and got was Activision, which I'm surprised that was allowed to go through. But I think if that's still going, at, isn't it? Huh? That's still going, isn't it? Uh, like it's getting I dangerous think, to close. But. Well, they, they cleared the last major hurdle. Mm, okay. um, but, so it's pretty much <laughs> right now, I think it's just like the contracts and stuff. They just, as soon contract. as that last bit of that contract is filled out, there's going to be some mass firings from Activision. Oh, yeah. Um, and when you really think about that, we just had this conversation about Sony with Spyro and Crash. Now Microsoft has them. Mm-hmm. Yep. But here's damn. the thing about here's the thing about the game division at Microsoft. I don't think they care. They don't give a like damn. That. They don't. They, they don't, don't care. care. Like they like because think about it, dude. If if I'm if I'm Microsoft and I got Banjo and Kazooie, why in the hell would I ever let him go to Smash? No, you're not going to Smash. Do mine. I own you. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, nah, you can go. Minecraft, Minecraft, and Minecraft Legends. Yeah, y'all can play that. But uh, the other get... Minecraft game is about to come out. Yeah, y'all can play that too. That, like, I don't think they care like that. I, I don't think and, they can. And like on top of that, they they like, oh yeah, you can put those on the and they're cross platform. Don't worry about it. Yeah, because yeah. either way, they're still getting money off top. Oh yeah, because because my thing is is like when you look at Crash, Crash just came off one of his hottest games. Yeah. So if they ever in in their life decide to say, oh, this is exclusive on Game Pass, like that's a wrap. Like, <laughs> now, I don't think they'll do it because I, I don't know what the sales number looked like, but I'm pretty sure it was a pretty you know even split across the board especially when you talk about how great the switch version looked because they did it from the ground up but yeah i i don't know like microsoft's smart they're not stupid because minecraft they could have pulled minecraft from everywhere but that would have been a big mistake that would have been such a big mistake mm-hmm. they bring in that's once again that's just easy money for them yeah that's for just sure. easy money you know and you know, <clears throat> hey, the, 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 the amiibo <laughs> no, honestly, what, what would be easy money for Microsoft after this Activision Blizzard deal goes through, even though I doubt that they'll do it? Banjo, Crash, and Spyro in a game together. Because they're all adventure type characters. True. And you can do a collectathon for the whole group. True. I mean, hey. the, well, that's one of the things I've been saying for the past few years. Like, Microsoft, well, now anyway, and Nintendo, there's no excuse why you can't have crossover games. No, nope. no reason. That ain't close. Like, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Sony used to do it, but they, they can't do it now. But I'm like, there's no excuse for like some, uh, Microsoft and Nintendo to not have games where your characters and Smash Bros. Don't, doesn't really count. That's not the kind of crossover I mean. 
Um, when I say crossover, I mean like what was rumored to happen on the GameCube between Metroid and Star Fox. That's what I yeah. mean by crossover. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no excuse like Halo and uh, Gears. I can see that being a crossover. I can, because to me, I can see how that can work. Um, I don't know if they'd ever do that, but that's just an example, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, would, I would think more. I would think more Gears and uh, Doom would make more sense, honestly. Uh, the only thing Doom should ever cross over with is Animal Crossing, sir. <laughs> yeah, hey, I how chaotic that would be. <laughs> you know how much fun. Hey, look, Bethesda themselves said they like the idea. So, hey. I made the like video. The they just got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So y'all know where to go Same. steal. Go watch that video. Go, go and get that uh, Doom Animal Crossing so Isabel can rip and tear. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I think if, if we... If, as stupid as it sounds, if, if developers cared about gaming, we would have most of this stuff already. But now oh, it's man. about we'll turning a profit. Doom and PGA Golf. <laughs> All right. I could imagine it, but I'm not going to do that right now. But we need we need the Super Rush mode from um, Mario Golf in it, though. Yeah. I would, no. What would do? What would Doom Slayers... Uh, rush mode be though. BFG. <laughs> BFG. Yeah, BFG it, and then man. throwing like a, a hell spawn at somebody to get yes. <laughs> Just clear the field. Clear everybody out. <laughs> oh man. And somehow you <clears throat> still see like either Waluigi or Luigi like getting past them. But um, <laughs> all right. So uh next topic. Embracer bought Crystal Dynamics in Idos Montreal. Now this was actually on uh Push Square. So if you have a chance, go to pushsquare.com. They actually have the news article for it. Uh so this acquisition did go through by the Embracer Group. Hmm. What did they get out of this? Uh Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is the big name they got out of this. Right. Um matter of fact, let me look and see because I think the article actually said because honestly, with that with those names, those are like the only that's the only game I ever hear with those with that developer. I, um hey Andre, do they still does uh I don't still does Christian Line still have Soul Reaver? Do you know? So I think they still have Soul Reaver. Oh, he's uh, he's he's off. Uh okay, so yeah, it is it's Legacy of Kane, Deus Ex, Thief, and Tomb Raider are the main ones that they hmm. got. So Deus Ex did have a good uh, a good game back last gen. Um, yeah, I know the one that came out on the Wii U and the um, PS3 and 360. That yeah. one wasn't bad. Tomb Raider, that reboot did help. That movie did not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Legacy of Kane, I've been wanting Legacy of Kane to come back for a while, but I don't know how yeah. you do it because I now, no now it'll they'll probably try to make it too realistic. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I, I like the weirdness of Deus Ex. Oh, not Deus It's a uh, Legacy of Kane. Legacy of Kane. Like looking at their page, is damn near Tomb Raider. Um, yeah, Legacy of Kane, Blood Omen. I forgot all about Whiplash. I'm gonna be honest mm-hmm. with you. And then this horde Marvel Avengers. But other than that, it's like yeah, Soul yeah. Reaver. Yeah, and, Soul Reaver. And, and let's be real. I don't think Marvel's going back with them again. So. I wouldn't. I, I I don't think they are. I, I think they're probably gonna look for somebody else <clears throat> to do another game with. Um, because they are. They Marvel is 
still interested in doing games. I thought they were gonna bring back Disney Studios, but apparently they're not. Right. Well, they haven't at this point, but yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that still remains to be seen. So I, I don't know. I mean, to me, I mean, something tells me they went to him for a reason. I I would assume so. Um, I mean, when you think about it from from a logical standpoint, Idos and Crystal Dynamics were actually a very reputable company. But the problem is if with Avengers, them trying to make a Destiny style loop game yeah. in the Avengers ad, I'm sure it sounded good on paper, but not in you know practicality. And then it didn't help. That when they went to E3 that year and put that trailer out, and it was not good at all. Yeah. Hair was all over the like stuff was just like floating. I'm like, who put this together? And did they not know they were putting it together for E3? Right. Yeah. That I, I, was I don't bad. Because I mean, to me, like I said, it's got to be a talent thing. Because they really don't have many franchises that's still standing like Deus Ex, we have seen that since the Wii U. Yeah, and, and you have to remember that's not the same team that used to be there back in the true sixth gen. That's not the same team. Yeah, those guys are long gone. So yes, I mean at that point, unless you bring it over Tomb Raider and trying to find a way to reboot that again for the umpteen time. Yeah, please, uh, don't do that. please, God, Thief, don't do that. <laughs> Thief, I feel like kind of burnt itself out. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, like. I, I would assume they had this. I mean, as a business, you kind of already know why you're buying what you're buying because that's not a cheap acquisition. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they it's got to serve a purpose, I guess. Especially Tomb Raider. Because Tomb Raider, while I didn't appreciate the movie, the movie did well. Yeah. So, that, and that's probably, the, that's, that's another one that's probably going to be just some, that's a good profit to get, you know. Yeah. Now, I think they supposed to be doing another one. I don't know how that's gonna be t- how that's gonna be taken because what they did with that first one was put it out in March. When mm-hmm. March, as we know, is a not a it's not a, exactly a dead month, but it's not a month where you have to worry about a lot of stuff. You can probably get a good two three week run, make some decent money if you you know a semi blockbuster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So which is what they did. Yeah. Like, which which is smart. Like sometimes that's all it is. All it takes is you putting your movie out in the right month. Mm-hmm. Good, if you want to put that movie out up against anything that Marvel puts out, yeah, <laughs> or, yep. or DC for that matter, yeah, you wouldn't gonna make no money. Nah, like I said, you just gotta be smart about it. Yeah, so there's that. Now, the, the other mm. thing I want to ask about this: Do you think these um, acquisitions are gonna be good in the long run or bad for gaming as a whole? Because like. We know what happened at the end of the sixth gen, going to yep. seventh gen. Everybody went HD, and that pretty much killed killed a lot of people. Yeah, yeah it killed a lot of a lot of great gaming companies like uh, Midway, Acclaim, uh, and I that's why we can't. Yeah, yeah, that's why we can't find a lot of find the licenses to a lot of these games. Don't nobody yep. know where they at, right? <laughs> um, because of that. Mm-hmm. So, do you think that with with these companies buying up? this stuff is will that will will that wind up helping or being a hindrance i'm starting to think right now it's probably gonna wind up being a hindrance oh yeah uh and yeah. i agree because it's, it's definitely gonna be a hindrance because when we think about let's think about it from the console standpoint right we had quite a 
few consoles to choose from now granted if you can afford them or not is a little different story yeah. and if they were worth the purchase is different but the fact is if you wanted to go get a coleco vision a neo geo or whatever you could um but now we're down to three and then once we go down to three now it seems like the other two are kind of migrating the pc so now is at this point what it's looking like is going to be pc the cloud and, and nintendo like that's that's what it's looking like right now and yeah. when you when you look at gaming when we were just talking about variety earlier the variety is going to dwindle because everything is going to be under one company this one company is going to see what's profitable so that means that there's going to be less teams or less effort to put out the i guess you could say the niche game or the game that we don't expect to sell a couple million is going to be a lot of games as a service a lot of um you know battle royale this that and the third and that's what it's gonna gonna be because i mean we see it all the time of what works is what everybody gravitates towards so if you don't have that free thinker you don't have that company that does their own thing then you're gonna have a saturated market of the same stuff over and over again um so it to me is it's gonna be horrible and it's, it's gonna get pretty bad and i see a lot of people on twitter that kind of share the same sentiment as me the way gaming is looking right now, I'm about to do a slow moonwalk out of the picture because it's not looking appealing at all. Like, this is a hobby I've been doing since I was three, and it's, it's just not looking good. It's not. And I know we have revisionist history sometimes. I mean, I get that. But at the same time, you're not going to tell me that now, as much as there's a lot of games coming out, there's they're not at the same quality. Oh like, no! no. Quantity, quantity is amazing, but quality, no, not even close. I mean, that's why I, I always found it funny when people say there's nothing to, to play on. Like that's BS. Yeah. But at the same time, I will say this: the last great gaming generation we had was the sixth generation. Six. Yeah, I agree. All three systems yeah. got everything. Yeah. Everybody got fed. But but then it also depends on who you talk to because when you look at this new crowd, this new crowd doesn't see that because they weren't a part of it. Yeah. So they feel no, like they this, this online generation is what was the the best. Yeah, and and that really, to me, it just depends on how, like you said, how you look at it. Because right. nothing, nothing beats playing Super Smash Bros. Melee with a with a room full of people. No, nothing not beats no. playing Soul Calibur Two GameCube version. Um, yeah. <laughs> and and you just waxing everybody to the point where they tell you you can't play as Link no more. Y'all just suck. Yeah. Um. You know, and that was the thing. I mean, like you had, like in Sony had pretty much, like I said, if you were a J, JRPG fan, bro, you had to get your PlayStation. You had to. You didn't have no choice. You didn't have no choice. If you like shooters, um, yeah, you were getting that. You was you was getting the Xbox. Yeah, you was getting the Xbox because the sixty four was a great console for shooters, but after that, it didn't match. It, it didn't yeah, match. Yeah. But Microsoft came in with. They came in with the the shooters, and that's what it was. I mean, yeah. it's but everybody everybody profited well. It had their lane too, because I mean, if you look at it from like for me at that time, Nintendo was my platform, like to for platformers. Mm-hmm. Sony was my RPG, and then for me, Xbox was my shooter slash sports. Mm-hmm. I I mean, granted, PS2 could have been that too, but I went to Xbox because the 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 goat NFL 2K5 there was a reason to get it on xbox because when you did those halftime shows on ps2 it was a slideshow on xbox it was a full-on presentation yeah 
So and, and the controller was better on the the, the Xbox controller, the, not the fat. The S. The, 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 S, yeah. the yeah. S controller was actually way. Don't better don't be shitting on my Duke. Nobody like look. Anybody like that Duke? I never understood black and white button. I never understood what made them. No, nah, I, I didn't get that either. Yeah. Look, all I can yeah. tell you is the Duke was enough to beat the brakes off somebody with because it did not break. <laughs> <laughs> somebody tries you can slap them with it yep. you're gonna crack they jaw your controller's gonna be fine <laughs> yep unless you bought the mad cast version mm, yeah yeah we ain't gonna talk about mad cats 1999 for one day of, of gameplay mad cats had me as a child ready to fight because i was like how did you turn off my console that that makes no sense to me how do you trip a console like and it wasn't even a situation of oh just turn it back on i had to unplug it from the wall and plug it back in for it to work that, that made no sense to me just be glad you weren't playing eternal darkness one um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah uh i it's a weird situation because i just see like seven gen all over again where we, we lose a lot of stuff and oh yeah we're, we're about to lose a lot i mean yeah. look at microsoft microsoft made all that big hullabaloo a few years ago about how many um studios they bought like i said you're just gonna have a big workforce on one game and yeah. to me what it's gonna do is games may come out faster because you have a bigger team on it but it's gonna be your your typical game and that's that's what we're about to get to it, it's about to be real typical up in here and <sighs> Like I said, it, it may be time to bow out. Nintendo can only Nintendo do so will much. Still be crazy. They still yeah, Nintendo's still gonna be crazy. And that yeah. was something too that I wanted to ask y'all because it came up today with um these the three companies that make consoles. Do you think they should be putting out more product than the companies that do not have to manage the console? They shouldn't, but in Nintendo's case, they are their own. They're their own, yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the, they have an R&D team that actually works on console, and they have, like, four or five teams that actually do games, so... Right. Because yeah. because every time I look at it, they'll say, like, because you have that group of people that's like, I only play exclusives. So yeah. they'll say that it, it's a dead year because I only got three or four games this year. And I'm like, not, to not me... Nintendo, you didn't. Right, Nintendo, no, you did. Nintendo. <laughs> but the thing is, it's like, if I'm responsible... Granted, I know there's different teams. I, I understand that, but... If I'm managing the console, if I give you the console and I'm out doing you on the game front too, like, what do I need you for? I guess you, you're supposed to be... And hits, and hits the problem. This is crazy, but yeah, does, I don't know. It doesn't make sense, but at the same time, you're like, look, man, if you are doing it, what do, like you said, what do I need you for? Yeah. You need me. I don't need you. Like, I'm putting out the console and a better game. Like, come on. <laughs> I'm gonna need you to step it up. Yep. I mean, that, that's. I think that's pretty much where we're at as yeah. far as like gaming is concerned. Just because, like, just because of how things are. I, I really hate that. Like, we lost creativity. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. For realism, I'm like, because I live in the real world. I want to go back into it. It's the whole reason why I came to lose myself for a couple hours a day. Yep. In another world, but then again. That's what I like to do. I like to play fantasy adventure, action adventure, fighting, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm, I've never been the person that loves simulation stuff because I, 
instance, I like playing basketball. I'd rather yeah. go to I'd rather go to a playground and shoot ball than play 2K. Yeah. I'd rather just go to a playground. But NBA Jam, I'll play that all day. Why? All day. Because I can't turn on fire <laughs> and burn up with a realm. I can't do that. And do five front flips in the air and then dunk. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that. So, you know, th- that kind of stuff. You know, I mean, that's why I loved NBA Street so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it wasn't it wasn't realistic. Yeah, they they were they they did uh, make an exaggerated version of stretch. Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Stretch from stretch. Park. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they did an exaggerated version of him. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you ain't no most of them guys. Yeah, They're just exaggerated versions of other people. So I mean, that that that's where I'm at with uh, gaming. So I mean, if if it were me, I would I would probably be more on like Nintendo's train of thought of we just gonna do you. We'll be over here in our own little sandbox doing us, and y'all can fight over realism and all that other stuff. We'll be over here making stuff that makes absolutely no sense and selling out. So <laughs> now, do you think, um, do you think we're gonna get to a point to where yes, we're right here in this realism situation and it's gonna die out things are going to go stale and then there's going to be a resurgence of now we got to get back to the roots of what we uh, were doing everything happens in a cycle that's true that, that's very true everything happens in a cycle because it's got to reset because for me if i was a developer right at this point i've been riding the sony and, and microsoft train and i see that technology is only going to increase sony's increased their their game amount they increased their console amount so at this point i'm like all right cool Thank y'all for riding with us, but we're going to do a reboot and we're going to go F with Nintendo at this point. And I'm not saying that because, you know, Nintendo is my preferred platform, but they're the only console maker right now that's going to allow you to use creativity and get sales. Because let's be honest, I don't know too many creative games that sell well on the Xbox and, and PlayStation. Astro Chain. They came yeah. out of nowhere. It came out of nowhere, but that would have bombed on PlayStation and Xbox. The yeah. fact that the fact that we, now we always bring this up, but the fact that Sunset Overdrive did not do what it should have done. There's no reason that game should have not been a smash. It it was so it was on the wrong console. The, it was it, on the exactly, console. and it was on the wrong console. And that's when you say it out loud, it's like, what do you mean it's on the wrong console? Like it's that, a game, but that base don't that base don't, that base like don't it. fool with it. Yeah, they don't fool that's, with it. That's why I'm very interested to see what No More Heroes Three does. I'm very interested to see what No More Heroes Three does because one and two came out on PS3. Yeah, that that they just sell like that. No, so I'm very interested to see what three does. And by the way, if you haven't played No More Heroes Three and you like Travis Touchdown, please play it. That game is awesome. Yeah, especially the end. Suda Five One. Bruh, why? <laughs> Just why? <Yeah. laughs> but it worked, so I'm all I'm, I'm all for it. But yeah, um, no more Heroes Three. I'm very interested to see because I think that thing comes out for what is it? Um, Sony and Xbox next month, I think. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think so. So it's gonna be real interesting to see because once again, I just don't think that base messes with it. No. They don't. They're not. They they don't. They're, they're not going to. And unfortunately, I don't even know who to blame because 
I'm trying to think of where realism really came into the picture and where it stuck. Because the only thing I can really think of realism-wise for an, in a way is Call of Duty. But well, what happened, I think what happened was a mix of things. One, okay. it was the whole casual versus hardcore gamer. Right, um, right, right. And then okay. you had like Destiny, Activision was bragging about spending $500 million mm. on Destiny. And you're like, no video games cost that much. Right. You're not going to make your money back like that. Video games are meant to be evergreen. Right. It's not supposed to be, you're not going to make your money back in a month. No. Um, it, and then, but you got people who look at stuff like movies. Yeah. And yeah, you're yeah. like, well, they made two, uh, um, what was it? Uh, Avengers made 200 million in one weekend. Yeah. Because it's way more fans of movies than there are of video games. If your video game costs 225 million to make, you're not making that back in a weekend. But also you think about accessibility. I don't have yeah. to own a theater. Yeah. I can just take my ass I to just, a theater. Yeah, I just go to the theater. <laughs> and the tickets are, even though the tickets have gone up, tickets are $25. Right. I'm not paying $60 for a ticket. I'm not paying $70 for a ticket. Yep. You know, that's the thing that's happening. And you you have it and like people don't want to believe it. But I'm like, dude, when 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 I heard that from Activision, I'm like, no game should cost this. Then I started looking and seeing how much some of these games cost. Darksiders. I love the Darksiders series. Darksiders 1 and 2 is 50 and 75 million dollars to make. For it what? shouldn't have been that much. It shouldn't have been yeah. that much. Hey, did they go to hell and mocap the devil himself? <laughs> <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> so that's that's the thing. Like when when I, when you hear how much they cost, I'm like, yeah, you're not gonna make because that's a niche game. You're not gonna make that. And even still, you you may not even hit that. You know, in a year. No. I mean, no, that's what happened with Bayonetta. The first Bayonetta comes it. out. The first, the first Bayonetta comes out and it doesn't sell like that. Bayonetta 2 comes out on Wii U and that's on a dead console and it sold more than it did on 360 mm. um, uh, PS3. Combined. Combined. Like I said, PS3 I understand to an extent because of how yeah. bad it ran, but when when it comes down to, I don't know, like to me I don't know. <laughs> it, gaming in itself is got, to me is in trouble because Nintendo can't hold it up by themselves. It, they're not going to. Sega. Uh, Sega needs to come. I'm telling yeah. you, as much as we see the renders of like a Dreamcast 2, they don't even have to call it a Dreamcast. I think that'd be no. a great marketing ploy. But yeah. when you, if, if they're going to do a Dreamcast 2, Sega can't come back as another Microsoft or Sony. No. They have to come back no, as Sega, the new Sega, because we don't want you releasing Sega, I mean, Dreamcast 2, and then Dreamcast 3 later. come out next year. No, we're not doing that. We, yeah. We're not doing that shit. That no. will, shut that down. But yeah, um, <laughs> y'all are on a five year, you cannot release that until five years. No, please don't yeah. do that. I, but, I agree with Wilton as to why everything is so expensive. Yeah. 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 You pay, yeah. This. But, you're paying for the and and to me, I felt like oh, and you're lot... paying voice actors that you have to pay their regular rate. You're not paying if, we, if Angelina Jolie comes in and does your voice in one of your games, you're paying Angelina Jolie's rate. Good luck with that, by the way. So so this is so this is a thing too. So I'm glad y'all brought this up. So when we start talking about selling points, whether you talk about the actors or you're talking about like comedians, 
or you're talking about um microsoft with putting all these luxury cars comes down to forza they got the latest greatest that you can't afford sitting on the stage but that's going to cost money to have that up there now i'm i'm all i understand you got you know celebrities that love gaming i'm not gonna act like celebrities are different people they're not they just make more money than you and people care more about them than they should but they they come with a cost because it's not like they're up there oh i love this game or i love microsoft so i'm doing this for free they're not so to me when you talk about as an actor if you tell me that i you know i make a lot of money in these movies but i have the privilege to also be an actor in this game but you still gonna pay me something close to what i get in this movie over here from warner brothers do you think that's more of a detriment to gaming because while they want to do it because they like it they're trying to still get their look and their shine from over here to bring over to this fan page so it's kind of like the movie company is draining the gaming company in itself because honestly when you talk about like kojima a lot of people feel like and i think it, it is proof Kojima is just trying to utilize gaming as a forefront to get into the movie industry. So he's kind of using it as a stepping stone to where gaming's kind of allowing it right now. Uh, yeah, that, all of that. Because <laughs> yeah, well, the, the thing is, I, uh, you, you're into music. Yeah. We've seen it with, with um, rap stars. They use their music to get into movies. Yeah. Kojima's doing, Kojima's made friends with a lot of people. None of them more so than Jeff Keeley. Hey, that, that and, is not a friend, sir. That is not yeah. a friend. We respect that relationship. But like Guillermo del Toro. That is one of the most knows. loyal relationships in the game. <laughs> the weirdest one, yeah. But you got, he knows um, uh, Norman Reedus, mm-hmm. Guillermo del Toro, Leah Sado, and, and all them. And yeah, they've worked with him. So I can see that. But the thing is, like you said, you got to pay their rate. Yeah, Keanu Reeves ain't doing no pro bono work. No. <laughs> you know, uh, I love Lance Reddick, but Lance Reddick not for gaming paid. anyway. No, yeah, but Lance Reddick's gonna get paid. He, you gonna have to pay him because <clears> that's that's time you could be he could be utilizing in on a movie set. Yeah, you exactly. Come in and do you know your game? Come in and spend two weeks in in a recording studio and another month doing mocap. I could have been on this set for something else. Which to me would work if they did it the same way Activision or Neversoft did Tony Hawk, because they they there was like this old interview that popped up, um I think from like the Howard show with Tony Hawk to where he was saying like his biggest check that he got from Tony Hawk like when they first started he didn't understand the gaming industry and how he got paid out but he was like he got a four million dollar check because Tony Hawk's games were like popping like that. So my thing is this: if if you think about Norman Reedus. Yes, in a way, Death Stranding was kind of centered around him, but it wasn't his game. Like, it doesn't have his name on it. So, to me, I feel like I can compensate you by not spending so much money on you out the gate by saying, hey, you're going to get some type of percentage for these game sales. But they don't do it like that. It's like, hey, come in, bring realism to my game. You don't get any of the profits per se, but so that means we got to pay more upfront. Yeah, nah, you got to pay my nah, rate. They, I can I can tell you right now they are not just paying the upfront rate; they're paying the upfront rate and residuals. Ain't no way in hell I'm doing that. You're you're that, either getting one or the other. <laughs> no, that, that's the thing. But but when you get into that whole AAA mindset, that's what that's why these games ain't making profit. That's why you got to sell like 10, 20 million just to hope you break even. But then my, my thing is, then what is the purpose? Because if, if we're still doing this, it's not like, oh, 
we we see we see is not going to turn a profit at this point somebody is succeeding at least for this shit to still be happening well if, if you're looking at it from sony's standpoint okay let's take this random for example right sony still has sony sony pictures right right if this game does well i could turn it into a movie True. i already got the cast i already got the cast i don't care about the game i don't i don't care about the damn game i still got the cast i can turn this into a movie i can make my money most of my money back that's a hell of a bet though because even when you think about the uncharted movie that shit bomb like it's where's sony at now where's sony at now yeah i mean that's just using an example i mean right 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 right. uncharted did bomb but uncharted bomb because it's just it's indiana jones we've already seen it you based your game off indiana jones and plus you did it too late because yeah. honestly, and we were at what number four, and then you yeah. get a movie. Yeah, and like, and now you trying to, you trying to, the game that was based off of a movie series is not trying to be a movie. <laughs> yeah, based off of two, it just did two work. games, like a movie series and a game with Tomb Raider. Because it's like yeah. you're just, yeah, just copying off of shit. Like I, I get that. Yeah. But, so I, th- th- once again, this could have all been avoided had Sony not tried to keep up with Microsoft. This could have all been avoided. Really? <laughs> I, I, to me, honestly, like I, I get it. Like there's a great story, but when you look at stuff like Last of Us, got the new God of War, not the old one, because I feel like that's where it should have stayed. Yeah. Um, you look at Ghost, even like as much as I love Ghost of Tsushima, like Ghost, those would have been better movies for Sony Pictures than a video game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still want to see Ghost of Tsushima as a movie. That would be an amazing freaking movie. Yeah. But the thing is, you blew money on the game because yeah. there's no way in hell you're gonna tell me it, it did a nasty return. No, it did because remember they put it on sale like as soon as it came out immediately. Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I want to say because it came out and then I think the first holiday that it was they had it went, it went on it sale immediately for like that weekend. But that's like, also a problem with Sony. Sony yeah. does not value his own games because it goes on sale so damn quick. Yeah, and so yeah, you okay? Let's just say. Um, well, they they built this culture up with the PS3 though. Yes, that's the problem. Yeah. Well, the thing it's is, like, okay, oh so well, you, this game's going to drop down in price to six from sixty dollars down to, to thirty, and well, then you can get it. Thirty. Yeah. And so, and that's what happened. You say, okay, well, if we, if we sold the game at a, at a loss at sixty. If even if, if you take it down to thirty and you sell like two hundred, let's just say two hundred, uh, you made two hundred in sales that weekend. Like you sold two hundred units that weekend, you're still not making a profit because you had to sit at thirty and you're still below. You just cut it in half. So, so my thing is, and I know we don't know, but I feel like Sony either a is just swinging blind or either they have a bigger plan. Because I think they have a plan. I just don't think it's working. Exactly. <laughs> because it's like, I, I get it. When we think about something like for me being so heavily involved with VR, Facebook and Meta did a great job of, hey, yeah, we took a hell of a hit. But guess what? We got eyes on us now. So yeah. now we can go and continue moving forward because now that you got a taste of it, no matter what it is we do, you here now. So I get it. And Microsoft did the same thing. One dollar for Game Pass. We gonna get you in there. Yep. You gonna get hooked, and that's cool. But now, when I look at Sony, hey, we spent five hundred million dollars on this game. You're in here. You're hooked. We're gonna spend another five hundred. Like, what the hell yeah. are you doing? Like, at, huh? Like, at what point you transition? And then you have to sell. You have to sell some of your divisions because you can't keep up. Correct. 
So yeah. it to me is like, okay, then what is the point? Some. Because are, are we being that generous? Some. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, man. I was trying to be nice. Because you're not you're not gonna sit here and tell me like they're getting uh, a crazy turnaround and I think what the highest they've sold is what twenty, maybe thirty million on the exclusive? Yeah. I, maybe I, I and maybe. that's only a few. And that's only that's a only few. a few of theirs that have done that. Okay, I think God of War did it. I want to say Spider versus Nintendo having like twenty to thirty exclusives that get at least ten million. <laughs> exactly, God. and some of them, some of them are reaching twenty. Re- yes, like, yeah. The fact that you look at it, Nintendo's list and you say you can't even get on this list until you get to fifteen. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. like, like, come on, like that, still, that. This is insane. You still got like people buying Breath of the Wild. You still got Which people buying nuts. Mario yep. Kart 8 Deluxe. You still got people buying Mario yep. Odyssey. And watch this. Breath of the Wild is going to get another boost because this is what happens with the gaming industry. When the net, when the sequel's coming out, people buy yeah. the older game to play catch up because it's been so long to get yep. caught up on the story and then they'll buy the sequel. Like if I'm Nintendo... Yeah, so you're going to see a bunch more sales of Hyrule Warriors, uh, Age yeah. of Calamity, and yes. Breath of the Wild. Dude, if I'm Nintendo... The first thing I'm doing, right, like two months before Breath of the Wild drop, I'm releasing the physical again of the first Breath of the Wild. Yes, for sure, no doubt. And I, and I'll be bold enough to do it, it as a player's sale. choice. Yeah, yeah. Do it as a player's choice. Yeah, I already made my money. I can I can I can let that be nineteen dollars. Yeah, I already made my money. Because at this point now, I'll give you a discount if you if you pre-order Breath of the Wild two, you get Breath of the Wild on discount. Yeah. That, like it wins if you're talking digitally, yeah, yeah, yeah if you're talking digitally, of course. Now, GameStop might pull some shit, like we, we know that, but uh, what but, you mean, Mike? What you mean, Mike? Yeah, like oh, turn in Breath of the Wild and get five extra dollars off, like uh, all right, you already got it down to 15, ooh, 20 dollars, like all right, but <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but this goes way back to like one of the episodes we had as far as like the futures for these consoles, and RJ, uh, RJH brings up a good point too. Sony, Sony with this VR headset. This shit's not gonna be under five hundred dollars. It's not. Not even. No, it ain't. Not even close. The two, yeah, the two. I don't, I don't it see is it. not close because a lot of people say, "Oh, they're not going to get it close to the console." The original was four hundred. Yes, they are. Like the original was four hundred dollars. <laughs> Same price as the PS4. Yes, unless they're not trying to make a profit, which would be stupid. Well, it seems like a trend, sir. So, uh, Look, they, they just right. raise prices. They just raise prices everywhere else. They'd be dumb if yeah. they really this lower than that. So, to me, I'm I'm looking at this, and I don't know what Sony's trying to do. Because to me, the, the every other division for them is dead, except for movies. But yeah. movies and, and, and music, movies, movies and potentially and, music. Yeah. So, and, and, well, I take that back. They still have. Uh, don't then they get the. The, the Michael Jackson and Prince. Uh, no, Warner Brothers got Prince. Yeah. Then they get That's why I said music, movies and, music, and potentially yeah. music. Yeah, I mean, then you still got people that signed to Sony. Um, yeah. but to, but honestly, when when we talk about the gaming division, with your exclusives, you're down to only a handful. They don't really sell like that. Nah, as many don't. as many consoles as you have, them attach rates are garbage. Garbage. But then you also factor in the fact that you dropped the prices on them super quick. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody was clamoring for Returnal, and now no one's talking about Returnal. 
Mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of Sony's clout comes from. It's Metroid in 3D. Xbox. Exactly. Like if Xbox didn't exist, a lot of this would not happen for Sony. Mm-mm. People people buy it just so Xbox they can you know hold something up to Xbox's face. But for me, Sony has no future. They don't. It, they're, not, unless they, not unless they change. Because they forgot their identity. It, yeah. What did they have one? Because it seemed like they their did. identity was Nintendo's. They, they did <laughs> up until the end of the PS2. Yeah, they, they had one until the end of the sixth gen. The end of the sixth gen is when they had one. But can we say they really had one? Because honestly, for me, when I've looked at when you look at Sony, like when you really lay it all out, for me, Sony was trying to be Nintendo at first, just a more quote unquote adult version of it. And then yeah. when Microsoft showed up, they tried to be a Microsoft. Yeah. Well, they still had an identity because they still had their own original stuff. Even if it wasn't as much as Nintendo, they did have their own originals that were a decent competition. Yeah, they were getting there. Okay, actually, they were actually getting there. Yeah. All that. Then they just once again, when Sony decided, when Sony saw Microsoft and decided that we can keep up with them too, we Sony. They got in over their heads on that. I'm like, where? Where is Parappa the Rapper? Where is Tomba? Where is Siphon Filter? Yeah. Where are those games? Ape Escape. All those games were there. Right. Ape, Ape Escape should have been come back. Should have yeah. been came back. Yeah. I, I don't I, I don't know. Like and that's what worries me because it's not even the fact that I don't care for like I love the fact that we have competition. I love the fact that if I wanted to go out and get a PS5, I can and have and play different games. I love that idea. Because some days I don't feel like playing my Switch. Some days I don't feel like playing the Xbox or VR. Like I want to play something different. And that's what these consoles used to provide. Like if I wanted to be arcadey, I would go straight to Dreamcast at one point in time. Yep. yep. If yep. I wanted to do some wacky wild shit, I would go to my GameCube. If I wanted to play damn near everything up under the sun, I would go to my PS2. (laughs) (laughs) And then Xbox was there for like the, you know, just something different. Uh, But now it's getting very saturated. And the fact that everybody wants to put everything on Sony and Sony may not even be around. That's kind of scary because who do you go to? Everything's coming, becoming too homogenized. That's the big problem. Like, do they? Do you think the developers? Like, I'm curious. So, everybody knows the history of Nintendo and just how savage they were, and kind of why Sony gets the love that they do. But do you think people say, okay, if Sony, God forbid, if Sony drops off, do, do the developers go, hey, Nintendo, we're back, or do you think they go cloud? Oh, they they go on they go on Microsoft and cloud. They they go, wow. especially a lot of them spiteful. Think, oh yeah, they definitely I, doing that. I think you have some of them that would come back. Just because, like, Iwata did smooth a lot of stuff over. He did. Yeah, did. Yeah. He, he mm-hmm. really did. But I think most of them will probably go that route because they'll be under the guise of, oh, I can, my stuff is more, so much more powerful and so much more, you know, in depth than anything that, yeah, we know how that goes. Wow. <laughs> that, that's, so, to me, that would be nuts because, at, because like you said, we, every generation we lose somebody. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, a lot of these companies only stay afloat because somebody bought them. And the fact that you keep pushing this issue is ridiculous. Like, th- that's not business savvy to me. Like, I may not be the best businessman out here, but to me, the writing's on the wall. When you look at somebody like Capcom, right? If Cap, if if I'm Capcom and I see Monster Hunter seems to be flourishing the best on Nintendo's console after we took it from Sony and put it over there, 
why would I not put all my resources there? When it comes down to Street Fighter, now to me it doesn't have to be a loyalty thing, but Street Fighter started off over there on on Nintendo, but then it seems like it never comes now. Well, so, the thing is, you can't, and they can't use the Capcom cannot use the excuse of, oh well, you know, the, the engine just doesn't work. No, the no, they can't use bullshit. <laughs> Your engine already proved the opposite. Yeah, and you've made a lot of money. You thank people for buying the game because you made a lot of money off of it. Yes. So your engine works. So you can't use that excuse. Um, Shit, that's the excuse. They, that's the reason but, for not putting the updated versions of Resident Evil on there. And they yeah. they could have done it by now. And here's the, here's the other thing, too. But if I'm Capcom, I'm like, okay, if I'm not doing that, I have over 300 <laughs> licenses that I own. Final Fight, since Brawlers are back, we're doing, we redoing Final Fight. We make it switch the lead platform for go. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, how about everything. this? How about this? We go back and redo Forgotten Worlds, or we go back yeah. and redo Captain Commando, do Section yep. Z over. Project Justice. You know what? Beautiful Joe. Bravo Schools. God damn. Beautiful Joe deserves another. Deserves to get that last game out. Beautiful but Joe deserves a collection too. Wait. So now, even with that, because we all know what Capcom has. Yeah. Do they start categorizing? Hey, these games multiplat, these games exclusive, and do it that way because to me that's what they should have been. That's doing. what they were doing that's before, they, right? Because yeah. because like for me, for your fighters, of course, that that's a no brainer. You you multiplat, but yeah. by no means am I bringing Beautiful Joe to Xbox or PlayStation. Like not, it's not going to no, sell. That's not that's not going to sell. It's, it's uh, they, now, they proved it wouldn't sell with the PS2 version. Exactly. Yeah. So now when I also look at something like Resident Evil, I don't play it, so y'all be able to tell it tell better than, than I would. I, to me, I kind of look at that as a Sony Microsoft thing. I nah, because nah, Resident Evil, Resident Evil okay. has done decent across the board. Even the uh, N sixty four version of Resident Evil two did pretty decent. Okay, okay. Yeah. And and the thing is, like Resident Evil four and Revelations did well, but did real well. That's why I didn't understand why. On Nintendo. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't understand why they didn't put Revelations two on uh, what was it, the Wii U at the time. When Resident Evil Revelations came out on 3DS and sold gangbusters for them, then they redid it for HD and it sold again on the on Wii, U. Wii U. So I I didn't understand why they didn't do that, but that, that's neither here nor there. Okay. Um, but yeah, they get they have they have a lot of titles they can you okay you don't want to put you you want to show Street Fighter loyalty to Microsoft PC and uh, Sony fine then just Put Project Justice on Ex- there. You go, yeah. On, on there, or give Platinum Beautiful Joe back and let Beautiful Joe come to come to the Nintendo. Yeah, because well, they, they ain't gonna do that one. Because to me, like developers, well, they're not using it. Because to me, developers are gonna have to start establishing exclusivity at this point. And 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 yeah. I know it sounds bad, but to me, there's just that's the only thing work. that's gonna help this industry. Exactly. Yeah. Like they they're gonna have to be the one. They're the ones that kind of effed it up, so they kind of have to fix it. So at this yeah. point, yeah. when when I look at these different developers, look and see like if you want to look at the numbers, okay, see where this one's gonna go. See if this one can can live on all platforms because one that kind of saves you when it comes down to profit and and expenses. Because if I can take all my resources and know for a fact that hey, look. This game, like Beautiful Joe, only is going to survive on Nintendo. So that means I only need a team to work on Nintendo. We ain't got to worry about PC. We ain't got to worry about PlayStation or Microsoft. So I feel like you had a better product to where when you talk about a Street Fighter, you're going to have to have all hands on deck because that needs to be multi-plat, including PC. Yeah. But yeah. It, 
Mm-hmm. Well, this one from Chanel, uh, yeah, I agree. Brother Fire. Brother Fire. Mm-hmm. Brother Fire. It should have been back, but that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, so before we get out of here, people, um, I did want to let now if you uh was around around five o'clock, uh Shadow Fox and myself did an impressions of uh Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You can go check that out, it's on the channel. Um, but I wanted to get uh Jack's thoughts on um his first how many hours you in? Oof, about oof, is it ten? Ten, okay. Yeah. Yeah, what's your first thoughts of Xenoblade Chronicles 3? Okay, so at this point, I'm on chapter three. Mm-hmm. I've just been playing around, um, trying to trying to get higher than what I need to be. I'm trying I'm trying to get overpowered at this point. Um, but yeah, just getting into the trying to get used to the battle mechanics as far as like these, uh, you know, I, I'm blanking on the name where we combine shit. The interlink. Uh, yeah, the interlink. So getting getting accustomed to that, when to properly use it, um, really trying to get the best team layout that i can once now that we're getting to the point of there's more classes because at first i was like oh we only have you know a handful of classes like, <laughs> when that list showed up and it was like this i was like oh okay gotcha so <laughs> yeah okay. no they did not show you everything in that <laughs> exactly so i'm kind of glad they didn't because yeah. at that point way too many options for you to choose so at this point now i'm like okay well who is best suited for this and you know, could I come in here with like a full defense force and then have like a few healers and, you know, just trying to play around with it. And I love the idea of it to where we we have these different classes and uh, the environments in themselves are kind of crazy. Like it, it's it's ridiculous. And how many things going into this game with the gyms and the accessories and the look of the game and how it re- like it's a lot with this game. And the crazy part of, and the thing I hate the most is platoon is right around the corner. So I don't have <laughs> I don't have like a lot of time to really continue to delve in this because I'll be honest with you, I love Xeno, but Splatoon is still my preferred. Number one, that's your number one, yeah. That's my number one. So Xeno will go on the back burner. Like the only thing that saved Xeno this weekend was my son hogged Splatoon. Like he went into oh, yeah, it. The, was, the Splatfest was this weekend. Yeah, he hogged the hell out of that. So that, that was fun though. That that Splatfest was I, fun. I played one. I was like, I was like, can, I was like, can I like get one match in? He's like, I was like, just let me get one damn match in. So I was like, so just going through and it was just like seamless. So it's like killing it in the motion and all that. So you you gonna need two copies of that game? You know that, right? Oh, no, his mama gonna buy him the other one, but to, like, he was he was here. So it, only my switch is here. So I was like, all right, cool. So going forward, you're bringing your switch to my house, uh, but because <laughs> you're not hogging mine. That's not, that's not happening. But uh, but for Zeno, Zeno, I, I, I see what y'all talking about now as far as Torna. Um, when we talk about this battle system and kind of how it, it went from Chronicles 2 to where it is now. Like, I love how easily I can swap out, how I can, you know, go from like follow the lead to like now everybody kind of focus on this, focus on that, and just kind of coming up with your own strategy, especially with the chain attacks. Um, uh, so I'm gonna I'm, need to play with that, by the way. I'm just gonna go and tell you that right now. You need to, you're gonna need to play with that, experiment a lot. And I'm I'm noticing that because whenever I I started doing it, I'm like okay I'm 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 going, and I always use it when they're about to die so I can get an overkill. So now yeah. it's like okay well I'm doing this and then once when it gets to like the third iteration there's only like one person left and I was like well what what determines that and then like using the healers and it caps off at 99 and I'm like I, I'm still trying to figure it out 
so it is it's something that i know for a fact you're gonna have to play with and i'm trying my damnness not to youtube the shit to where somebody's like oh you gotta do this 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 and this um the, the thing is the game does give you a lot of tips and tutorials so you do they do a better job of guiding you through than xenoblade chronicles and xenoblade chronicles oh yeah they have X ever yeah, did so far. yeah because even one of my main complaints with uh uh the first one um x and uh the second one was there was a lot of times they didn't tell you how to do stuff that yeah. you needed to know in order to be to be good at the game right like you basically had to go through trial and error and die a bunch of times when you figured it out. <laughs> um, here they like, okay, look, we're going to show you how to do this, but you still need to play around with it. Yeah. You're going to run up on somebody that's going to straight up, for lack of a better term, take his foot, turn that some sideways, and stick it straight up, you can't be ass! Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. I, I've, I've experienced that to where, like, yeah. for me, I'm looking at a fight of, okay, here's a level 15. We all 18, so we should be cool, right? We should all be like, we're gonna oh, jump the shit out of them. Like, <laughs> and then one one monster just comes out of nowhere, the same level, and we get washed. And I'm like, well, what the hell happened here? Like, it's, it's like 80 against two. Like, how do we not? Right. <laughs> and I was like, we, you try to drag people out, and it's like, so I mean, I, I love, I'm, I'm, I'm loving the game, I'm loving the combat system. The story in itself is actually pretty good because usually with most games stories take too long to build up and that's why i prefer movies because if you're gonna draw me out in a story it's just like all right i'm ready this will jump right into it they jumped right into it they told you what the theme what the main theme of this was from the word go and they started killing people immediately and and that's what i like because when i turn the game on i'm like oh here go this long ass war cut scene and then i'm like oh shit i'm in control art my bad like i i like that but because yeah. too many times games just drag it out and i'm like okay you already turned me off why even got started yeah. and then and now i gotta go through tutorials too like all right can i play the damn game like <laughs> i'm ready to play well i will say this like it gets to a point where um it gets hella emotional and that's some of the stuff right i now. saw coming but there was a couple things i did not see coming so and you know how much stuff i watch yeah i'm like uh yeah i didn't see that coming but i I will say I'm, I'm glad you're having fun with it um, because I, I think like it's one of those games that should be in everybody's library. Yeah, for sure. To be fair, especially if you wait, no mind. Especially if you're a fan <laughs> of open world stuff. Yeah, I I don't see why you would not want to play this. For, game. for my sake, I wish those release dates would have been the Look old back. release dates. Yeah, because yeah. at this time I would have had a lot of time with Splatoon and would have with the mind taking a break to go yeah. to Zeno, but I, I feel bad because like once again we're in this we're in this post pandemic stuff where stuff's just on top of each other and something got yeah give. something got to give something got to give that's why i'm kind of glad like the next thing i'm really getting is um bayonetta yeah because um, i about to say i got saved from saints row yeah i got saved yeah oh lord because i was um, waiting on that and then i saw i was like oh shit no i'm good on that i'm good on that Oh, uh, Game Pass. Um, so yeah, but uh, that and um, Sonic Frontiers is that is November eighth. But I'll I'll be good by then. Yeah, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. so it wouldn't be an issue. But yeah, that I, I agree with you. It probably should have stayed the same. I'm kind of I understand why they did it to an extent. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm like, because I'm thinking Xenoblade was just ready to go, and they just like, yeah. okay, we don't have to hold it. Yeah. 
we don't have to hold in so two you still have to do the test that's basically what this was, this was yeah a server you have test. to you have to, this, you have to do that test yeah this was a server test that's all it was mm -hmm. they hid it behind the splatfest but it was a server test yep and it was a it was a great running like that server test was smooth yeah it was smooth yeah. as hell yeah so they're getting better with it which once again i have to remind people nintendo's not a computer company so they're getting better yeah which is what they need to do they need to get better you know you have to invest in building up your network properly and get get away from whatever Amazon. they did with this they need to do across the board because the switch sports one trash yeah. like that that took forever which, to get into yeah which that can be patched in yeah so yeah it, it should it should be interesting it should be interesting though but yeah glad you're having fun with it um andre i'll ask you for yours when you get yours all right yeah <laughs> give all it right. like give it like a week or so all right cool um all right so uh people we're gonna call it a night i know we kind of went a little bit over i do apologize um andre lie. anything you want to pimp out i mean the same thing i pimped out last weekend i just got that video up this week for uh that game i was promoting for their kickstarter oh just yeah. go over to my channel and see it cool cool uh jack um uh, no, not really. Um, I might start doing like just voiceovers for the, the gaming channel because uh, mm -hmm. there are some things I, I kind of want to talk about that's coming up, uh, both on Nintendo's front and the VR front, because uh, it's some interesting stuff, especially now with this this new meta accounts and uh, you know the new games that's supposed to be coming up and some that got canceled even because I was looking forward to. This Assassin's Creed as well as Splinter Cell, but then Activision was like, uh, Ubisoft was like, ah, nah, we're not doing this no more. So they kind of shut it down. Um, and kind of getting into a conversation about how it, it's it's a, a it's a split right now in the VR community to where you have those that's been riding with VR since the since its inception, and they want to see those AAA games come over to where those of us that's just getting into it are like, no, nah, we just enjoyed the arcade aspect of it. But now is kind of like a divide because right. right now you talk about oh resident evil 4 uh walking dead saints and centers great games don't get me wrong but then i still enjoy those arcade games those games that kind of get you into vr you know what i mean um so right now it's kind of a mixed situation but nonetheless now that uh the new quest is supposed to be coming out in october uh, even though that's geared more towards enterprise you know, people are still gonna buy it and, and still game on it and stuff like that. But imagining that's gonna be in the four digits, I got a feeling. But because this 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 when after they explain the specs of it, this ain't oh, this ain't a slouch and it's wireless. Yeah, I can foresee this being kind of hefty. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, just trying to like think about doing more content that way. Um, and like I said, the music's always there. I want to get some more over to you, but I want to ask you if you want something that's more game specific or just anything as far as the music for the background but we can talk about that later yeah anything um <laughs> so, uh for me um and just a quick aside we won't have an episode next sunday mm -hmm. so we will not have an episode next sunday because i'm going to be a little busy that's my birthday so i'm going to be a little busy um turn up sunday so <laughs> we will not have an episode next sunday but we will be back the 11th so we'll be back the the following sunday the 11th so um yeah uh other than that i do i want to 
apology. I know I said I was gonna have some um, gameplay, some live streams done last week. I got sick, so I do apologize for that. I'm gonna try to make that up this week. Um, I want to do something. I want to start doing a little bit of a theme um, when I do my live streams. And this one, I might start taking a look at RPGs just because I've been on an RPG kick lately. So I may look at some of my favorite RPGs from um, this generation that's out um, for the present generation. And um, yeah, I may do something like that. Some of them I've already played, so some of them I'll probably do like some playthroughs with commentary and stuff like that. But I will uh, set that up for next week. Hopefully, I'll be able to pull that off if nothing crazy happens. Let's hope nothing crazy happens. But um, <laughs> other than that, thank you guys for watching. Also, um, you can check out me and Shadow Fox's uh, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 First Impressions vid. We did that earlier today. Also, me and Vicky gave our thoughts on She-Hulk episode two. Um, so please check that out as well. Um, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, uh, follow all the other good stuff um, and follow everybody on here. <laughs> so, yeah, do all that. Um, and we will catch you guys in two weeks on the 11th. So peace out, peoples. Peace. Peace, everybody.